0: Hello and welcome, Elizabeth Lockwood here. I'm your host for Mile Long Trace, where we unpack the process of practicing commercial interior design. This podcast is a catalyst to elevate you as a commercial interior designer, to make you resilient and successful at your career. By unpacking the facets of the design process, elevating your professional practice through organizational dynamics tips, celebrating emerged practitioners through a series of candid interviews so that you can hear how they navigated their career path, and lastly, creating a Q&A platform to build quality professional resources. In the end, I want you to feel supported in your role as a commercial interior designer so that you can be successful in your career. As passionate designers, we want to elevate the commercial interior design industry by providing credible resources to support emerging practitioners. In order to keep this content accessible, Mile Long Trace is seeking industry partners and sponsors to grow this platform. Industry sponsors and partners that are passionate about supporting, influencing, and advancing commercial interior design. Mile Long Trace is offering annual and a la carte sponsorships More information and to contact us, go to milelongtrace.com. Generous sponsorship dollars support the future of commercial interior design by building a stronger community, knowledge base, and attrition at firms and an industry at large. Today, we'll be discussing the DNA of a project, the concept. My goal is to help you translate what you might have focused on in school and are now leaving to the wayside while you focus on design development, billable hours, and project budgets. I would like to spend the next 20 or so minutes unpacking the importance of a strong concept, how it is different than project goals and a design narrative, and how to write a strong concept statement and how statements should be applied. First off, what is a concept statement? In my humble opinion, it's the backbone to a project. A strong concept statement allows a design team to subjectively develop the project by bringing together the project requirements, character, nature, and personality of the brand and or user. As Roberto Rangel states in Shaping Interior Space, while some concepts consist of a single idea, most consist of a handful of ideas that together constitute a single or at least consistent approach. He recommends thinking in terms of a series of ideas pointing to one dominant approach. A strong concept statement informs the programming, the relationships of spaces, form of spaces, materiality and light quality, and detailing and final execution. So why do we write them? I believe having a strong concept statement keeps the project subjective by making it about the context, the program, and the client brand, and makes it less about you, the designer. Sorry to burst your bubble, guys, but designing a commercial space is not about you. It's a service you're providing to your client, so it should be about them. I know this is a tough one to face, but let's face it, those projects don't always pay the bills. We as trained interior designers have a specific skill set, might even call that a tool, that we offer as a service to our clients. Those tools are more than using Revit. Those tools are a deep knowledge of the design process. Performance qualities of materials, lighting attributes, communication, whether that be verbal and visual skills, problem solving, collaborating with team members, the list goes on. Thus, having a strong concept statement allows you as a designer to have a backbone to come back to when you're debating with the design team or the client. Should it be this or should it be that? You'll have an easier job finding your answer and navigating the rest of the design process through construction if the project has a clear concept statement. It was years out of school when I finally had the aha moment about writing concept statements. I recall working through design details for a corporate lobby and elevator area and going back and forth with the client on the reasons for one material here and or one material there. The client kept asking why we couldn't take the wood proposed and apply it to the ceiling and then wrap it a fourth away down the wall. I knew in my gut it wasn't the right design move for this project, but I could not put my finger on why. It wasn't until I got off the phone that I began to diagram the difference in the applications of the materials. For those diagrams, I applied vocabulary to describe the feelings evoked from each design move. I realized some scheme, or the one scheme, was embracing and the other one was compressing. From there, I wrote a concept statement for each diagram and re-presented it to the client. She was quickly in agreement that the original design move of making the materials connect and embracing matter was more appropriate for the project. From then on, I was a believer. A concept statement is such a powerful tool to help us as designers to move through the process of design. You might be wondering, what's the difference between concept statements, project goals, and design narratives? A concept statement, in my opinion, is a poetic, inspirational statement that weaves together the program, the client's brand, the context, and merges it with the principles and elements of design to create a vision for the project. Some call it the tempo the beat, the orchestra, I like to call it the backbone, and or the DNA of a project. Project goals are usually developed before a concept is created to make sure all the programmatic concerns are addressed. A design narrative is a day in the life of a building occupant. It's flowery and more descriptive than a concept statement. It's also one of the last elements you develop as the design is being fleshed out. It allows one to understand what a user will see, hear, touch, smell, and maybe even taste as the space is experienced. How to write a powerful concept statement. My personal rule for concept statements is no more than three sentences. Start with the what, the why, and the how. And I'll go into more of those in a second. Take out any filler words. Make it explicit and to the point. Keep it abstract to allow options to evolve the design process. So you don't get into the weeds of a specific material. The statement should evoke emotion, mood, spatial definition, design moves, materiality, and detailing. Remember, it's your backbone to a project, so feel free to intentionally break the rules I have outlined. Rules are made to be broken in the design process. A pitfall that many find is they think concept statements are formed from a single flash of insight. When in reality, a strong concept requires left-brain thinking to systematically bring all the related parts of the project together. The what of a concept statement is the identification of the design problem, to create a calm and peaceful environment. The why of a concept statement is the reframe and changes you wish to make. The what of a concept statement is the identification of the design problem, for example, to create a calm and peaceful educational environment. The why of a concept statement is the reframe and changes you wish to make on a project. For example, this can pull from the project goals to evoke discovery, stimulating encouraging individuality. The how of a concept statement is the implementation with adjectives. It's a description of how the team plans to address the what and the why. In a concept statement, it's important to keep it high level when you're describing materiality and formless space. Avoid getting in the weeds and stating brass accents or calling out specific products. There's a product that feels appropriate for the project and is in the inspiration of the team. Study the object and list the adjectives to describe it. If it's reflective, if it's textural, does it create rhythm? Is it translucent? Is it predominant? Is it vibrant? Is it subdued? This is part of the concept statement for the team to describe the key high-level principles and elements of design in relationship to the key features. For example, natural materials utilizing tranquil colors. The final concept statement might look something like this. The power to imagine leads to the ability to discover. Creative play and tangible learning stimulate the sense while encouraging individuality. Natural materials echo familiar surroundings, while tranquil colors give a calm and peaceful atmosphere that allows for mental stimulation and imagination to run wild. The statement was written by Maria Ritchie for a kindergarten school. From there, you can ideate on the median metaphor behind each word selected in a concept statement. When we think about writing concept statements, we think that a statement appears as a single flash of insight. But in reality, collaborating with a design team will allow you to tap into the higher level of development that could not have been reached on your own. As Keith Sawyer states, when we collaborate, creativity unfolds across people the sparks fly faster and the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Collaboration drives creativity, while innovation always emerges from a series of sparks, never a single flash of insight. A helpful exercise is called World Cafe. World Cafe is a method for hosting group dialogue. I'll be sharing how I've interpreted this method into concept statements. For more information, you can find it on our website. The purpose of the World Cafe exercise is to be expansive in your team's thinking and to rapidly generate ideas. To begin, ideally gather your design team because brainstorming is stronger in unison than in isolation. I like to have on hand a series of color- colorful markers, sticky notes, large sheets of paper. On three separate sheets of paper, write down three themes for creating the concept statement. I like to write down project context, programmatic elements, And client brands. I keep these high level so that as we're ideating and developing and brainstorming, we can refine what those terms mean, specific to the project. Your term will begin by mind mapping words that come to mind that support the three themes. Before your team begins, remind the team to keep their thinking expansive, to avoid rabbit holes and problem solving. The team will begin to brainstorm words that come to mind based on context, program, and client style. As the team generates adjectives to describe each theme, they should write them on a sticky note and place it next to the theme. Put as many on the page as possible. Examples of this can be found in our show notes. The team should spend no more than 15 minutes rapidly brainstorming each theme. The exciting part is as the juices begin to flow, team members will begin to ping pong ideas off of each other. Here's the trick. In order for you to generate and be generative with your mind, you must be in a creative state. The glitch is you'll not be able to tap into that side of your brain if you have any presence of stress. This is why you may feel creative when you're in the shower, you're at yoga, you're on a run, you're cooking, you're driving, you're weaving. The list could go on. When your mind is calm and relaxed and then tasked to be creative, you'll have a stronger opportunity to generate expansive thinking. The generation of strong design concepts requires you to tap into both sides of your brain to be able to daydream while aligning the project parameters. So if you try this exercise and you're running into a roadblock, stop, try it during another time of day, put it in your meme. Make sure you keep a notepad close by because when your mind finally releases and decides to start dreaming, you'll want to rapidly be able to write those ideas down. Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic states, The universe buries strange jewels deep within us all and then stands back to see if we can find them. Throughout her book, she explores the notion that ideas are floating beings that are waiting for a host to execute them. I'm sure you've had a moment when your mind finally brung a design problem into focus and you felt frantic to jot it all down before the thought left you again. Could this be big magic? Alrighty, back to the design process I was describing. Once you've generated a ton of adjectives to describe three themes, it's now time to synthesize those adjectives by organizing and highlighting ones that stand out to the team. From there, the next step is to find imagery and conceptual models to support the strongest adjectives. I like to do both. I like to use abstract images to describe the mood. I like to create small 3D diagrams using simple materials found around the office to create forms and articulate some of those adjectives we've been describing in our brainstorming sessions. Next, it's time for you to start writing. Write the what, why, and how. Remember the what of a concept statement is the identification of the design problem. The why of a concept statement is the reframe and changes you wish to make on a project. This can pull the project goals together. The how of a concept statement is the implementation with the adjectives, the description of how the team plans to address the what and the why. For me, the organization and the relationship awards on a page take a few minutes to finesse and refine. The great thing is you always seem to know when the concept statement has arrived. It's like an artist applying paint to a canvas. At some point, they intuitively know they have something good to work with. And the great news is you can always start to work with it and then see how it holds up. And voila, you have the beginning of your project's DNA. This is a good time to mention this is a process. Writing a concept statement is a process. You'll need to work with the statement for a little to make sure it works for the team. And you begin to ideate design moves for the project. Come back to the concept statement and check in to make sure the design development reflects the concept statement. If it doesn't, you can change it. You can always go back and rework it. Remember, a concept statement is the DNA to a project, so make sure to come back to it and refine it. Here are some examples. The first one is a super basic, but outlines the difference between goals, concept statement, and design narrative. The program for this example is to build a 6x6 sandbox for four children to safely play in. I know, super simple, and many of you, I'm sure, are working on massive projects with complex design opportunities. But for the sake of time and clarity, we're sticking with the sandbox. Project goals for this is to hold sand, allow children to safely climb in, evoke exploration and imaginative play, and use natural materials. The concept statement is as follows. It's a vessel. It's a spaceship. It's a treehouse. The blurred container radiates. Endless possibilities to evoke exploration and imaginative play. Connecting imagination to tactile services. Natural materials intrinsically dappling light. The design narrative might read something like this. As children climb into the sandbox, they await discovery. They touch the rustic cedar edges that has been carefully sanded to ensure ease of movement without splinters. The fine sand warms and cools as the day transitions. The torn sail overhead casts dappled light. The children become one with the vessel, imagining it's a pirate ship in the open sea, then a spaceship orbiting between the stars, then a tree house high in the forest canopy. So maybe you're thinking, I need to Google what design principles and elements are. No worries, I got you covered here, guys. The principles and elements of design are a starting place for you to develop your vocabulary about how you talk about design. Principles of design include contrast, balance, emphasis, movement, proportion, hierarchy, repetition, rhythm, pattern, unity, and figure ground. Elements of design include line, shape, color, value, form, texture, and space. These, along with your own rich way of seeing and experiencing the built environment, such as slipping in a few, juxtapositions, metamorphosis, and symbiosis, will create a great start to your concept statement. I'm curious to know how concept statements have been received by design teams, many, maybe senior designers reviewing them, and clients. If you have any examples, I'd love to hear from you on our social media platform at Milelong Trace. Please share success and lessons learned. For me, a great war story was when a team of designers and I began a schematic design process and interviewed the client team to understand what was important to them about the project. From there, we went back to the drawing board created a working concept statement and our first space plan. The design concept and space plan were presented to the client and our, to our dismay, was extremely offensive to them. They were appalled we had taken design direction from the symbolism of the program. They were unable to offer any additional feedback on the space plan. We definitely left the meeting with our tails between our legs, but we didn't let that stop us and we repeated a we re-presented a week or so later and presented the same floor plan without mentioning the intention and the translation of the concept. They ended up loving the space. So this goes to show you really need to judge your client and how you communicate to them. So who do we share it with? That's for your team to gauge. I have had scenarios where it was critical to work with the client to develop the concept vocabulary so that everyone was on the same beat. You be the judge and use your gut to use this powerful tool to help shape your design development. In summary, write a concept statement, y'all. Write them in collaboration with a badass team. And advocate for rooting the concept statement in the design process. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want more, please spread the love and subscribe to this podcast. You can find supporting information in the show notes for this episode on milelongtrace.com. If you're itching to have a question answered about the interior design profession, visit our website to contact me. Don't forget to follow milelongtrace on Instagram to stay in the know. Hey, share this with your friends to grow this platform so that we can continue to provide you kick-ass information that is relevant to you and your profession. Till next time, keep designing y'all.